everybody. It's another week. It's another episode of Cincy Brewcast. This is volume four, episode eight, I think. Um, we are live. We're on Periscope, which uh, seems to be working fantastically for once. I Live streaming, I always joke that it's way more hassle than it's ever worth, but uh, if it works, hey, it's yeah. worth it. Um, <laughs> and if you are lucky enough to be on Periscope, you can see me. So, hi. This is this is really weird because this, this screen right in front of me um, shows the Periscope feed so I can see if you guys comment or say anything. Um, and it's really weirding me out to be able to not only see myself, but see myself on <laughs> delay. Um, if if any, any time during the show I just stop talking and kind of stare really confused for a minute, I'll it's just, because it's because I'm not used to seeing myself, I'll, especially I'll, on delay. I'll be sure to snap you out of it if I can. <laughs> That's all right. Yeah. Um, so introduce yourself because you are not only a, um, a a new face on the show, your new face for me. This is the first time that we've actually met in person. So. Yeah, man. Uh, well, I'm Ben, um, and I am I really I'm nothing more than a fan of Cincy Brewcast. Um, Fantastic. I'll I, take uh, that. <laughs> so uh, to be honest, Gnome, this is kind of a dream come true for me because... Uh, I don't know what that says about you. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? Yeah, it's kind of sad, but uh, <laughs> it, y- listening to this show has um, sort of inspired me to uh, get ready to start my own beer podcast coming up soon this summer called The Craft Crew. I'm going to be joined by a couple of my friends, uh, really from around kind of the Mid-South. And, is that uh, because after listening to the show, you think, well, that's easy. If they can do it, anybody <laughs> can do it. Or is it because, well, shit, we can do that better. <laughs> <laughs> well, I didn't want to step on your toes in the Cincinnati market. So I'm, uh, I figured, oh, I'll get my friends in Florida involved and maybe we'll make it a multi-regional thing. So, um, yeah, we're just, you know, we're going to be talking about, uh, you know, trends that we're finding in our areas in craft beer, stuff that's coming out locally that's good and uh, recommendations that people should be. You know, looking forward to have, you know get into their glass as as we're going to say. Um, so yeah, we're looking forward to that. And uh, currently, I'm actually the host of the Real Movies podcast, uh, hosted by the Frankly Done Network. We are on Apple Podcasts, and you can find us there. And just like a couple of guys sitting down and talking about movies and stuff we've seen, just reviews. Uh, every once in a while, we'll break out some like uh, Blu-ray stuff that's coming out because all the guys that I do the show with are all big collectors. And then right. uh, we also talk about, you know, industry topics and news that's that's going around. So, yep. just Well, if you're a regular listener to the show, you, you know that I've got a little <laughs> one-year-old at home. So yes. um, I have not seen any movies in a theater in like a year. <laughs> but me and Netflix definitely oh, have yeah. gotten along very well in the be your best year. friend. <laughs> so I cannot relate very well to the new movies, uh-huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> but I can definitely relate to the beer. Totally. Um, and speaking of beer, we've got a nice little flight in front of us, and we've yes, got a we couple do. pints too. Which, if we run out of things to talk about, we'll talk about our pints. But <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm pretty sure I'm drinking twist a bit, and I'm pretty sure we've talked about that on the show yeah. plenty of times. Um, just out of curiosity, what did, what did you get in your pint? Oh, my pint is uh, crap. I don't even. It's the Braxton Labs English Pale Ale. Oh yes, is that so? That's not 1957. It is not the. No, yeah, it's, it's not. It's a, little, it's a little lighter than, I guess, an English pale ale instead of an English mild. That makes sense. Yeah, it's not as it's. It doesn't have that malty sweetness that the fifty-seven has. Right, but it's a little bit more hoppy, but it, it's, it's not bad. It's refreshing. See, we, we already started talking about what's in our pint glasses. <laughs> let's let's dig into the fight. What should we start with? Um, we've got. Uh, oh wait, I gotta hit. Gotta hit our standard. Uh, from the beer fridge. That way, people know that we're drinking beer. Yeah, yeah. that's important. I don't know. <laughs> that wasn't already clear. <laughs> Um, we've got the the cycle coffee stout number two. Um, I don't think we ever talked about number one on the show. We've um, I, I'm trying to think of timing wise when we were here last. I know we were here for the um, 
the 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 brew out with um, the Northern Kentucky Homebrewers Guild, mm-hmm. and I think Coffee Stout One was on the cycle. Number one was on, but I don't think we talked about it on the show. Okay, so, number two, we'll we'll dig into. Yeah, uh, their dry hopped kettle sour, which is in in packaging, but you have to get that variety pack. The, yeah, uh, the toolbox I think is what it's called. Right, right. And it's in there in cans. Um, I I have had it before, and it's it's fantastic. So that's going to be a fun one to talk about. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Buckeye Stout. Yeah. And then we went ahead and threw a guest tap in there just for shits and giggles. Yeah. And uh, we got Mile Wide. What is it called? Tessie, I think. It's uh, uh, New England. Me, yeah, let me get our menu so that we can just do our fact-checking live here. That's, um, that's the way we roll. <laughs> it is the Mile Wide. It says Mile Wide Beer Tessie. I wasn't we'll, sure if we'll, Beer Tessie we'll was call the beer name Tessie. of the beer. Okay, all right, yeah. <laughs> if, if anybody from Mile Wide is on listening <laughs> to the show, feel free to correct us. Yes. <laughs> Until then, I'm going to call it Beer Tessie. And it's funny because I was actually just in Louisville uh, for a friend's uh, law school graduation. And we, you know, I was uh, talking about, hey, guys, we got to go check a couple of these breweries out. And, you know, Mile Wide's always on the list. We didn't uh, wind up making it out just because right. we had other priorities going on. I, I guess weekend, we... But. We should probably also mention that the show is sponsored by Cincy Brew Bus, who does a Louisville beer tour, too. It's called really? the Lou Brew Bus, maybe? I don't know. Mike's going to kill me for not knowing <laughs> the, the name of it. But I, think it's, I think, it's, I think it's, a, it's a Louisville Brew Bus. I'm sure CincyBrewBus.com is all on there. But, yeah. um, and I'm sure they go to Mile Wide and some of those I'm places. Sure. Uh, uh, so if you are interested after hearing this, uh, I don't know, go down there and, and jump on a beer I, I guess he drives you all the way down there and you can oh, yeah. I, don't, I don't know how that works i guess i should have done some research before <laughs> this show <laughs> that means the listeners have homework find <laughs> out right. find out what the deal with the brew is <laughs> and right. then let gnome know where do you want to dig into this first um uh, this is a unique mix of beers i'm gonna i'm gonna guess probably if it's a New England IPA, like I anticipate it should be as far as New England IPAs, that's probably our best entry in because it's probably a little um, little light, little fruity. I was going to say, sp- since we're speaking of Louisville, cheers. Uh, cheers. Should have done that on the microphone so everybody could hear it better. I need a, uh, a cheers microphone that just sits right in the middle. <laughs> yeah, so we can just clink. Yeah, it definitely mm. smells for like a, like a yeah. like bubblegummy kind of juicy fruit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, very juicy fruity. Yep. It, again, exactly like you expect it to be. It's yeah, uh, no bitterness at all. Just sweet, fruity. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm, I think I'm getting bored with New England IPAs that just kind of do the New England IPA thing the way they're supposed to. But this is interesting though because this one's not as hazy as a lot of the right. ones you see now. And. It brings up that question of how important is that? Yeah, <laughs> you know, I guess that's it, true. It's that eternal argument of is the haze part of the style or is the haze just secondary to it? Mm-hmm. There. Um, all right, let's uh, let's read their description here. <laughs> Tessie is the first version of our Northeast Scavenger. I don't really know what that means, but um, the beer pours a hazy orangish hue. Uh, hazy, it's a little clear, yeah, but it's, it's definitely <laughs> orangish. Um, that absolutely glows in the light. The aroma is full of tropical and stone fruits from the insane dry hop additions of Equinox, Eldorado, and Citra. The mouth feels round and soft with minimal bitterness. Flavor is incredibly juicy with even more of the same fruit characters that show themselves on the aroma. So yeah, um, I, I won't argue with any of that. Maybe yeah. the haziness a little bit and... Um, I don't know that it's glowing in in the light here, but it definitely is pretty. Yeah. 
it it almost is like a it's a nice level of haziness to me um, because it's not it's not overly hazy like you can mm-hmm. still you can still kind of see through it but yeah. it, I mean it, it is it's pretty beer mm-hmm. it's tasty too I feel like this is a good one like a lot of people are going to be on the New England uh, IPAs I think in the spring and summer as the weather kind of heats up mm-hmm. uh, and this definitely feels like kind of a porch sipping beer oh yeah it's good. It, it's refreshing. Um, it's exactly what you expect it to be, and I don't Pretty know if much. that's a good thing or a bad thing. Yeah, I guess technically that's what it's supposed to do. It should be exactly what you expect. But yeah, um, I'm just getting a little bored with. Uh, <laughs> it seems like everybody's pumping them out. You know, yeah, that does seem to be the one of the big trends right now. And then you know, but most of the ones I've seen as of late, like I was saying, have been sort of that hazy right. finish. Um, like right now, I actually really enjoyed the collaboration that Listerman did with Brink. I've heard such good things. Totally I hopped got out. To try it, yeah. Oh my gosh, it's so good. If you can, if you can track down uh, a four pack of cans, or if it's on tap up there still, I'd recommend it. Yeah, I, um, maybe I'll make a. No, Brink's not open on Tuesday. It's Tuesday, right? Yeah. Yeah, I can't stop at Brink today. Uh, Listerman is definitely open though. Yeah, Listerman mm. will for sure have it. Well, yeah, and Brink probably does not have it because Brink can't put on guest taps. Yeah. So I don't know if they brewed their own batch or... I don't know. I don't know. Mm, only one way to find out. I don't know. We'll, maybe we'll put that in the show notes. Does Brink have it on tap? Yeah. We'll answer it later. <laughs> because, again, unprepared. Mm-hmm. So to answer kind of that end of what we're doing here, uh, we had a show planned tonight that uh, some scheduling things came up and we had mm. to cancel the show. And I knew that if I did not get another show done tonight on my free night where I'm out, you know, gnoming... Uh, that was not going to happen this week. So I didn't want to give you guys a week, another week without a show. So um, here we are, just making it up as we go along. (laughs) Um, You want to do the Cycle Coffee Stout or the Dry Hop Sour next? Uh, Let's keep it with the lights here and do the Dry Hop Sour. This is another one that I think is absolutely gorgeous in the glass. Like it's a a really light yellow color. Very Um, light yellow, almost greenish a little bit. I don't know if anybody can see these because my uh, Periscope is frozen mm. up on my iPad because I'm using a really old iPad. <laughs> um, yeah, it's 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 very pretty. Yeah, definitely fruity in a very different way when you smell it. Mm, yeah, you, you for definitely sure. you definitely get that. Uh, I know it's not a sour smell because sour does not smell, but that that that, that funky kind of aroma that lets you yeah. know this is going to have some tartness to it. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Again, perfect for uh, mm-hmm. summertime sitting on the porch or 100%. sitting on a, a beer garden, you yeah. know, Braxton Labs, which is where we are right now. Mm-hmm. Um, I guess we should have said that, too. <laughs> <laughs> um, they have this this great little beer garden out there with the AstroTurf and the picnic tables yeah. and the big uh, giant Connect Four and everything. Um, and this is one of those beers that if I was sitting out there right now would go down really easy with how hot it's been. Yeah, for sure. Without rain again. (laughs) Yeah, hopefully that can stave off. I think it's going to be supposed to be raining all week. This one's great. And like like I said, it it comes in the uh, the variety pack, the toolbox, which I think you can find um, anywhere that you can find Braxton beer. Oh, yeah. It's it's there. I was wondering if that was still available, that toolbox. I think so. Um I'm going to jump up really quick and see if I can fix this live stream. Okay. <laughs> because no I, think it, I think it died on us. We'll edit this out. Uh, I'm enjoying my beer. 
I'm sorry, Periscope. But it's really not my fault. I mean, it is. In some <laughs> some level, it's my fault. But Might be the internet's fault. Yeah. Okay, what were we just saying? <laughs> uh, <coughs> so you can, Excuse me. You can get the beer <coughs> in the toolbox. Yeah. Um, it's delicious. It's refreshing. It's summery. Um, I, a lot of people, I think, for a long time have said for the proper summertime beer, it's supposed to be a Pilsner or a right, lager right, right. Yeah. or something like that. And mm-hmm. I think it's fun now with this rise in sour beer popularity to see stuff like this that's like well no you know this this is really good too when it's hot outside and it's and these are growing on me too i've never really been a sour or like berlin or weiss kind of guy right um but i've had a lot of really good sours lately a couple from street side and uh urban artifact i've uh, gone up to a few times just because you know you every once in a while you kind of want something different and you're like yeah well i'll give it a shot i right. guess <laughs> and then a lot of them turn out to actually be really good well, and so. you know the the dry hopping. Like I, the first, definitely the first, we'll call it few. And I think it's the yep. few is is a very um, a generous term. The dry uh-huh. hopped sours that I had, I didn't like at all. I didn't like that combination of the hops with that lactic kind of sure um, bite. And um, this is this is a really nice way to do it. Like the mm-hmm. the hops almost lend some funk to it. Yeah, um, and I don't know what it's dry hopped with. I don't know if. Um, it says on our sheet here, but yeah, go I, check the it, cheat sheet. That's Citra uh, and Mosaic. It says, yeah, I don't know. It's it's definitely good. I <laughs> I, I dig this one a lot. It I do too. It makes me um, want to go buy a bunch of variety packs just to get this out because <laughs> I think think they do it with three beers each of the kinds in there in the variety pack. I think there's there's four. Um, four different beers in there. I don't know. Go to thenearlygnome.com and look up Toolbox. It's it's on there somewhere. An article about it that tells you what's in the variety pack. But I think it's I think it's it's four beers, three of each. Um, uh, speaking of, well, not a variety pack, but uh, I did see today on social media that Madtree is now um, using uh, uh, twelve packs. They have, oh yeah they have started packaging Lift into twelve packs. I don't know when those are going to hit stores or anything, uh-huh. but. Um, I think that's the next kind of big wave that we're going to see is people trying to move some of their beer down to that part of the shelf that has been mm. uh, kind of left everybody else for a while. <laughs> yeah, well, the, who they're following who? Ryan Geis was Ryan the Geist. first. Yeah. Ryan Geis had um, Truth in 12 packs. Mm-hmm. And then the, the variety pack here from um, Braxton is sure. in a 12 pack, um, which I guess bottle-wise, you know, Mount Carmel does one. Oh, do they? Um, Moraline does one. Variety packs and yeah. 12 packs. But um and Moreline, of course, has their 18-pack. I think they call them Brewers packs of uh, a couple of their. Oh right, 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 yeah, yeah. But other than that, there's there's not a lot of cans mm-hmm. in in big packs. Yeah. Them. So that's fun. Yeah, that's pretty neat. Let's keep yeah, moving through fun. this before we dig into some of the other news around town because there's there's a lot of fun stuff happening. There's a dinosaur at Ryan guys. <laughs> I saw that. Did you see that picture today? They yeah. got that, like brachiosaurus skeleton. I got in trouble my uh, my sister-in-law. My my nephew is 10 and he um he's a big dinosaur geek. He's been since he was really little. Mm. And I got a, got an angry text message. Why didn't you tell us that this was there? Well, they, were, they were really not saying what it was that was going to be there. I didn't know if it was a dinosaur. But, right. Um, so that's probably where uh, I should go tonight. 
Well, that, my nephew well, that was a – isn't that some sort of collaboration with the Museum Center? Yeah, they're doing a beer called uh, Brittle Brain, which I have not gotten to try yet. Uh-huh. It's um, a Belgian pale ale, maybe. I should, okay. probably, I should probably pull the – I've got – the iPad right in front of me. I can pull it up, but I'm lazy. That's wrong, guys. Um, so you're probably right. Um, I think it's I think it's a Belgian it's probably pale, a pale ale. ale. Yeah, um, it's a Belgian pale ale. Okay, yeah. Different <laughs> um, and uh, it is in it's it's in packaging. We can probably walk out there oh, and okay. find it, but yeah. um, they're doing it in 22 ounce bombers. Oh, sweet. Uh, of course, because it's right, guys. Oh, right. Yeah. <laughs> um, and um, and then obviously on draft around town too. But mm-hmm. um, interesting. I, I think the. Uh, I don't know exactly what the, the the big promotion is with the museum. I don't know if it's um, some of the remodel stuff that they've been doing. I don't yeah. know if there's going to be more of a, a push towards dinosaur stuff, which I think would be cool some more. Yeah. Um, oh gosh, I almost forgot that they've been under renovation for yeah, a couple of years. Supposedly a big renovation. I, yeah. I, I know the children's museum portion, I think, just opened right. back up. But yeah. The, uh, the natural history side and the... Uh, gotcha. I don't know what they call the other side, the local history side. <laughs> yeah, it was like the, a yeah, some yeah, sort of Cincinnati know, history. I don't know what the name of it is, but regional history yeah. maybe. Yeah. Cycle Coffee Stout. The cycle 2. Number 2. Number 2. So we all know that Braxton loves to put coffee in their beers. Ooh. Yeah, that is smells and to make coffee in general, they love coffee. Yeah. And this is a coffee beer. It's front and center coffee, big, bold, bright. Um, I could put this in a coffee mug and yep. uh, drink it at nine a.m. on a <laughs> on a Thursday, and my wife wouldn't know the difference. <laughs> I was gonna say it smells and tastes like the inside of a Starbucks. It's um, I I dig that. I dig like a coffee beer where you almost feel like you can lick the inside of your mouth and get yep. coffee grounds afterwards. I like that. Yep. Uh, yeah, yeah, that is heavy coffee. Um, it's good though. It'd be really good on nitro. Oh yeah, for sure. Excuse mm. the silence while we drink. Mm-hmm. Man. So I guess it's just a brown ale, I'm guessing. It said it was a stout, I thought. Is it a stout? Coffee stout. It's a, it's a lighter stout, I guess. Mm-hmm. Uh, not so stout stout. Yeah. 6.1%. Brewed with a starter coffee. Yeah, they do <coughs> They do like to use that starter coffee and everything, so, don't they? Each quarter, Braxton Labs and Starter Coffee are collaborating to bring you a robust stout with a hand-selected blend of coffee. Yep. With the base beer, while the base beer will remain the same, Starter Coffee will work to showcase a different blend, roast bean. That's fun. Mm-hmm. So if you're a coffee nerd, um, I guess this is a fun way to kind of jump into craft beer, too, and get some of that. Um, it would be really fun to have them brew several of them at the same time so you could really see that difference. From, yeah, certainly uh, would. From blend to blend or bean to bean, whatever. Um, yeah, that would be good. Uh, I guess they do dark charge or whatever. Um, and I know they don't. They, they, they've, they've done coffee variants of dark charge, right? Yes, they did not do in this last year, though. Yeah. Um, I was going to say this would, be, this would be good barrel age for sure. Oh, yeah. Which actually. I bet if we press our face up against the glass, there probably are some barrels sitting back there with it. Mm. Well, I don't know. It's 6%. I think I see one right there. Is that a barrel right in front of us? I can't tell. Yeah. Yeah, this is good. It is good. Another another winner in my book. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I'll take that one. And then the Buckeye stand. Do you have the description of this one in front of you? I do. This says, this is the Braxton Labs Buckeye Stout. Reminiscent of Mom's homemade dessert and the Ohio State University, 
This 6.2% stout is loaded with 150 pounds of peanut flour and 15 pounds of cocoa nibs for a peanut butter and chocolate-covered dessert. Lactose and oats provide a creamy base, while chocolate and roasted barley lend a touch of balancing roast, allowing the chocolate-covered peanut butter fudge to dominate your palate. Enjoy with Ohio's favorite dessert or during a football game at the Shoe. (laughs) This is amazing. Is it? So now I'm curious if they've got it on tap at the Shoe, (laughs) because... You can get beer there now, right? Wowza. No, that's, yeah. that's really good. What's the ABV on this? Uh, 6.2. That's Oh, that's perfect, too. It's actually so it's, perfect. It, yeah, it, drinks, sure. it drinks nice and heavy and thick and big like it's a bigger beer, but um, you don't have to worry about knocking one or two of these back and it tastes like, getting all rowdy. It tastes like a liquid Reese cup. Yeah, that's, that's, that's fantastic. It's really good. There have been other... Um, Buckeye beers around town, and there have been some really good ones. I, I love the one that Rivertown did, the Brennan's oh, yeah, yeah. Bucknut, whatever they called yeah. it. Um, it was a great beer, but it was a big beer. It, yeah. was, it came in 22-ounce bombers, and you had to split it with somebody because it was <laughs> right. so big. Yeah. This is amazing. Yeah. Um, yeah. I'm actually really upset with myself that I haven't had it before today. <laughs> I'd never even, I didn't even realize they released this. Um, I I think it was around that last time that we were here uh-huh. doing a show. They were either just getting ready to release it or they just had. Maybe it was in fermenters and I was snooping mm-hmm. around. I can't remember, but man, this is all right. This this is my winner for the, the flight. Yeah, and it's all peanut butter on the nose, too. You don't get much of a chocolate smell. Um, but. I, I definitely get like a fudgy kind of thing in the uh, the taste, though. <sighs> oh, for sure. That's like, again, talk about barrel aging. How good would that be? Oh, yeah. A little bit of bourbon in there. <sighs> Ma'am, that's good. Yeah. Speaking of bourbon, if you have not been down to the party, so- well, to party source or Braxton Labs and not ventured into the store, I don't yeah. know why you wouldn't, but <laughs> um, lately they, they've stepped up their bourbon game here big time. Yeah, they certainly have. And I feel like this would be a fun one to get a pint and a little uh, a little kicker of bourbon to go along with it. <laughs> well, gosh, I wish I didn't have to drive home. <laughs> yeah. Otherwise, I would totally do that. that that's, that's awesome. Uh, well done, Braxton. Uh, mm-hmm. That needs to go into packaging because um, as we start getting into it, I mean, it's it's summertime now. I guess that's there's no, uh, yeah. there's no hiding that fact. I don't know how many people listen to this, <laughs> this show months after it airs, but um, it's hot outside. This is, you, know, <laughs> you don't necessarily always want a big stout or something with chocolate or peanut butter or things like yeah. that. But... If this it gets in the fall, you know, which was probably when they brewed this, it was probably. I'm sure, yeah, <laughs> I guarantee it. Well, it's, it was talking about they, you know, they brewed it for football season, so maybe right. it was a, it had to have been a. I bet they did it during like the the playoff or something right, like that right, in right. January. Um, um, but yeah, yeah. If if you guys haven't had this, um, have it. <laughs> Even so, just come down and get a taste, or like you know. Like we're drinking out of growler, or not growler, uh, beakers. Flight. Yeah, be- aren't these the coolest little beakers? Fl- aren't these the coolest flight glasses though? They are, but I cannot say how cool they are without giving a shout out to Fibonacci. True, um, because True. Simpsons did it first. Yeah, and they have their beakers for their flights. So, yeah, totally. Um, Betty, I always thought that was a clever thing. Betty would be sad if I didn't say that they had it also. <laughs> I, I do love it. it. It fits into the theme perfectly. Right. The, um, the lights above the bar. So. Uh, this isn't really a Braxton Labs show, so we're not going to dig into Braxton Labs too heavy. But yeah, um, when when this was eight ball, they had the growlers hanging above the bar. It was real dark. It was you know uh-huh. it, was, it was eight ball. I remember that. Um, when Braxton came in here and turned this into um, Braxton Labs, 
it's it definitely has some of those garage feelings that um, the the original Braxton Taproom has, mm-hmm. but they put their own lab spin on it. And uh, one of those touches was moving the taking off the growler lights and turning them into other uh, Erlenmeyer flask lights. Yeah, <laughs> so they have really the, cool. Um, it, it fits with that with them with the beakers being served in. Um, I'm glad that all of our glassware is not beakers. Uh, because sometimes you pick it up and you get that wrong side with a little lip and it messes it all yeah, up. Yeah, yeah. Or sometimes, or or if you play it right, you can just kind of pour it in right. your mouth off that little lip. It's fun. Just lean back and have somebody else help. <laughs> all right, yeah. so let's 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 talk about let's. I'll take. Well, let's take a break first. That's a good um, a good pivot point. We'll, we'll yeah, take a quick so. break. Um, run 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 our commercials, and then we'll come back and we'll talk just kind of about what's going on in Cincinnati. I mean, cool. Some fun stuff. See what you're excited about. See what I'm excited about. Um, see if there's anything we don't know about that the other one does. Awesome. <laughs> we'll be back. Cincy Brewcast, the voice of Cincy Craft. You know, there's no need to be an uptight. <laughs> beer, beer is about having fun. The dream, the dream is definitely the fact that we went from homebrewing in a garage to where we are today. Right? That is, that is the dream. Where we go from here. We're gonna we're gonna continue to figure out as we grow. Uh, we uh, and we don't know the answer. I don't know the answer. Can you have more fun with your clothes on? I don't think so. We're <laughs> listening to Cincy Brewcast, the voice of Cincy Craft. This is Steve Shaw. This is Eric Bosler. Hi, my name is Gamal Nagy. Hey, y'all. This is Sean Willingham. This is Brett Coleman-Baker. Hi, I'm Scott LaFollette. Hi, this is Evan Rouse. Cellar Dweller Craft Beers. Darkness Brewing. Rivertown Brewing Company. Submissible Brew Works. Urban Artifact Brewing. Blank Slate Brewing. Braxton Brewing Company in Covington, Kentucky. In Cincinnati. In Northside. In Hamilton, Ohio. Bellevue, Kentucky. Mar, Ohio. You're listening to Cincy Brewcast. Cincy Brewcast. And you're listening to Cincy Brewcast. The voice. The voice. The voice of Cincy Craft. <laughs> Hi, this is Mike Stokes from Cincy Brew Bus. Cincinnati's craft beer scene is growing, and we want to take you to those locations. Here at Cincy Brew Bus, we love to introduce people to craft beer here locally in Cincinnati. We have an amazing craft beer scene. We have lots of routes to choose from and a lot of different places we can visit. Cincy Brew Bus is Cincinnati's premier and original craft brewery tour. We're the number one rated tour for breweries on TripAdvisor. We're the number one rated food and drink experience on TripAdvisor. And we're also the number two total tour overall on TripAdvisor here for Cincinnati. At Cincy Brew Bus, we provide a VIP tour experience for the novice and for the expert craft beer drinker. We like to take you out, show you how the beer is made, tell you about Cincinnati's rich brewing history, and at the same time, have fun, do some trivia, and drink some locally made fresh craft beer. I look at I look at the Bud Light drinkers out there as a you know a forest and harvester. They're all out there and, and they don't know any better yet, but they will. You don't you don't ever hear somebody say, Yeah, I used to drink that craft beer crap. But I <laughs> I went back to my Bud Light. You don't hear that, do you? No, you don't. You're listening to Cincy Brickcast, the voice of Cincy Craft. Hello there, you're listening to Cincy Brewcast, the voice of Cincy Craft. 
Sensi Brewcast, although if you are uh, on Periscope, we have to apologize. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> although I think it worked out that you didn't miss any actual show content. I think you just missed the commercial. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, Time um, perfectly. Yeah, I mean, that works. Now you didn't have to hit that little, uh, I guess you can't skip things on Periscope. I'm thinking mm-hmm. podcast side. but um, So we should also mention, and I have to pull it up because I don't know uh, the phone number for my own show. Um, you can always leave us a voicemail if you want to give feedback, if you want to call and complain about how our live stream never works, or if you want to call and say that we didn't pick the right beers or <laughs> um, that the Buckeye Stout is not as good as we say it is, you know, feel free right. to call and leave a message. Uh, 56770-DRINK. I think that's pretty easy to remember, but if it's not, 56770-DRINK. Um, 567-703-7465 if you're old-fashioned and can't figure out the whole letters on your phone thing. Um, I guess it's not even really old-fashioned. I guess it would be too modern because I'm sure that there are some phones that just don't have it on them anymore. I don't know. Um, or send an email, sensibrewcast at gmail.com, and I will, um, I will listen if it's constructive, and I will delete it if it's not. <laughs> so that's <laughs> good the way, way it works. What's going on in town lately? Anything that you're super excited about? Anything that's surprised you? Anything that's disappointed you? That's a good question. Um, <coughs> I don't really know. I think just, you know, trying to keep on top of, like, you know, all the releases that are coming and... Well, yeah, I mean, um, Lord, the... Like um, Listerman alone has had one, like, every weekend for the last, like, month, basically. So um, I, I just started a section on the site where I'm going to try to give a uh, a roundup of all of the, yeah. the local beer releases every month. Yeah, it's a great idea. It's one of those ideas that I I thought about, and then I decided that I couldn't do it, and I thought <laughs> about it, and then I decided I couldn't do it. So I'm mm-hmm. back now that I've decided to go forward with it, yeah. <laughs> and uh, it's it's kind of been crazy. So Rocky, I can't um, believe it. Let's 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 run through May. Uh, June has not posted yet. <laughs> okay, but I've already got a nice little list forming for June that I don't know how many we're allowed to talk about yet. But, sure. Um, Dogberry released two more of their cans. They right. started canning finally. If you listen to the show, you, you've heard about that a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, but they did Mars Madness and Zestic, um, two of their IPAs that are just flying off the the tap handles. There. Yeah. Um, they're in cans now all over Ohio. They're not down here in Kentucky yet, but mm-hmm. um, all over Ohio. All over, I should say, the Cincinnati area of Ohio. Yeah. Uh, Listerman. Sorry. Oh, sorry. I didn't mean to interrupt you. I was just going to, since we're on Dogberry for a second, I, I, that's, uh, I got to shout out Tony and uh, uh, Veronica and some of the guys or guys and gals up there just because every time I go in there, they're just, you know, such it's like, f- it's like you're a long lost happen. friend and like, um, I know a couple of times, especially last fall, like Tony was, you know, we we're just kind of hanging out and talking and trying some of their beers for the first time. And he actually went into the tank and grabbed a sample of their, uh, Oktoberfest that he was getting ready to put out like last September. Right. And just like, he's like, Oh, it's not done, but you'd probably he, like this. And he was really excited about that beer. Yeah, so yeah. moving from, it was good. Too. Did you, did you go to their old location at all? No, I was uh, never in the old spot. So the old spot 
having the ability to lager beer, things like that, just right, didn't yeah, exist. Yeah. They were in plastic fermenters, yeah. you know, one barrel at a time. It was just it, it, it didn't work for sure, things like sure. that. So being able to move into this new place and not have to fake a lager or, um, you know, throw it in a keg and throw it in a, in a cooler somewhere to, mm-hmm. to do it that way. Um, I, I know he was excited to be able to do it. And then I think he was even surprised at how fantastic they turned out. <laughs> he <laughs> clearly has a knack for lagering beer. Yeah, so, for sure. Um, they, they, they're kicking ass up there. They I, really are. I, I'm in love with Dogberry, um, Yeah. And I'm not afraid to tell everybody that. <laughs> uh, Listerman had uh, hops, hops, hops. Uh-huh. They're, uh, they've had, they have some more further down the list here too, but um, hops, 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 which is their new England of the month. Um, Eldorado Citroen Centennial, and then they also did that collaboration that we talked about before, yep. the uh, milkshake IPA with um, with Brink, um, which again I've heard so many good things about. If anybody has an extra can laying around, let me know and I will pay you for it. <laughs> uh, Wind Cask released Corruption again. Yes, um, they did. You said you live here in northern Kentucky, right? Yes. I don't know how often you frequent Wooden Cask, <laughs> but they are kicking ass with some of these barrel-aged beers that they do. They yeah. they do these fun, like, lighter, not, definitely not not small beers by any stretch, mm-hmm. but it's like this this beautiful showcase of the barrel. And yes. Like I, I, yes. I'm really digging. Corruption was the first one and still my favorite. They mm-hmm. had a... Uh, um, a red ale that was barrel aged too that was really oh, yeah. good. I, I missed that one. It was um it was Ruby aged in uh, I can't remember what kind of barrels. I wanna say rum. I was gonna say it sounds like a rum. Um, but man it was, kind of it was absolutely fantastic. I got to get over. I mean, I actually went in there. I'll tell you this because I had, uh, maybe I think it was before we started speaking I mentioned uh, going down to Alexandria Brewing for the first right. time. And um I was uh, talking with this uh a fellow patron at the bar and he was saying that um again they had just released another batch of corruption and i was like oh i haven't been over there he goes yeah this is even stronger than the last batch i was like oh man yeah <laughs> i gotta get over there and so i actually uh, i had already been at alexandria and i wasn't really feeling like sitting down and drinking another you know a, a, a rose of corruption or whatever and I just went in and got a six pack of bottles and they do six pack bottles right. of the corruption, which is crazy. <laughs> um, and so I just picked that up and took it home and then I drank one, uh, sometime last week and it's, it's it is phenomenal. That is one of the best beers you can get in Cincinnati right now. For Absolutely. Sure, for sure. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, they did that at the beginning of the month. Yeah. And then of course, I'm sure everybody has heard about Mad Tree and Fatheads doing the loopy mm-hmm. effect. Yeah. Um, their collaboration. That was released again beginning of the month. It's still around. Mm. Um, although, if you haven't got it yet, get it because I don't know how long it's going to say. Around. I it's going to go pretty quick. I haven't tried it yet. I'm going to have to track it down. One of my summertime favorites, Soul Drifter, was uh, released again this month. They have, I mean, this is not a new Woo-hoo. beer, but it's, you know, it's they're, good. They're seasonal yeah. um, hit shelves. It's my pool beer. I <laughs> love that one. Yeah. Um, Urban Artifact did Gyroscope, which is a new Midwest fruit tart. Um, Raspberries. I've you, heard. I've you, heard really good things. It was. It's delicious. It's, is it? ex, again exactly what you expect it to be? It's big, you know, bold fruit flavor. Tastes mm-hmm. exactly like a raspberry. Tastes like just reaching and grabbing a handful of raspberries and eating it. Dang. It's amazing, especially this time of year. You know, their Midwest fruit tarts are fun to see how they kind of fit into different seasons. You know, sure. a big heavy fruit beer 
in the winter is delicious for one reason. Yeah. But as you move into summer like this, it's delicious for a whole nother reason. Yeah, right, they, right. they go down a lot faster in the summer and um they're a little higher in the ABV and that's so. <laughs> And it's a good thing they put them in four packs now. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Then Listerman snuck in uh, a horchata release. They're Blondale they did, with um, almonds, cinnamon, vanilla. They did those in uh, four packs. Yeah. Um, great beer. I think they, I think it was batch 400 is what they called it before when mm. it was released. Um, well, at the time of this recording, that was part of the Chacal Day last Saturday, right? I think it was, they did it right before Chacal Day. Oh, they did? Okay. I think, according to what I wrote down, but that doesn't necessarily mean that right, right. That's, that's accurate. <laughs> um, speaking of Chacao Day, Chacao Day brought um, barrel-aged hazelnut joy Chacao and barrel-aged cinnamon Chacao. Um, and both of those are, are barrel-aged, of course. I, uh-huh. did, I, did I say barrel-aged? But, um, hey, were they barrel-aged? I, I, think, I they think they were barrel-aged. barrel-aged. In, okay. in barrels, I think. Uh, bourbon barrels, uh, <laughs> barrel-aged. <laughs> which I think is the way to go with Chacao. I love Chacao yes, just yeah. by itself. It's a, it's a great beer, but as soon as you put that little bit of booziness into it, that little bit of woodiness, man, I mean, I, it's one Fobab, and yeah. there's, there's no no uh, surprise why. Did it's, you get any of the uh, Did you get any of the cranium? Um, no. Yes, <sighs> I, I got you? one of them. I think uh, that I've got stashed in there. Yeah, uh, whichever one hit distribution. The uh, um, what do they call it with the uh, the marshmallows? Yeah, I think, it was, I think it was just chocolate and marshmallow. Yeah, I think I've got that. I think it had a name. It was a s'more one or something. I think it had a fun name though. I think it was like I don't remember, like fluffy fun or something. I don't know. That's, yeah, that's not what it was called. But that regardless, yeah, that one was good. And the orange one was surprisingly good. I had the orange last year. I yeah. did not have it this year. It was good. I had never, and that, and that was a concept that sounded a little strange to me. Um, just a barrel aged stout with. Like they were saying, coffee and chocolate and whatever else, and then with orange. I'm like, I don't know about that, but it's actually delicious. And it makes me wonder, like, when they come up with stuff like that, like, who comes up with this idea? Who's uh-huh. sitting here yep. and tries that, that, that base cranium and says, you know what would be good with this? Oranges. And everybody yes. else is like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, like, I, but that idea, and I'm, I'm sure it's, uh, it's Jared or somebody there, but um, it, it's obviously it works. Yeah, Because they've totally. done it two years in a row now, and it's, it's amazing. Mm-hmm. Uh, Ryan Geist, we talked about Brittle Brain. That's their yeah. uh, Belgian Belgian Golden Ale. It is not a pale ale. It is a Belgian Golden Ale. Oh, okay. Um, Streetside did high tea, or is doing oh, high tea. Oh, right. no, we're caught up to present day now. All right, so this weekend, um, yeah, this weekend, Streetside is doing high tea first, and that's on the 18th at 2, and that is their wild ale, their... I think basically they're all in the family. This one is not called all in the family with tea. Yeah. So I don't know if it's exactly the same, but, um, and I'm hearing amazing, amazing things about this one. Okay. I do know the, uh, I think I could talk about the, uh, the tequila barrel aged, uh, that's right. Coming yeah. Next month. Yeah. Um, but high tea is this month here. It's fantastic. I've heard best beer that they've done. I've heard, really? yeah, I've, I've heard some big stuff about it. So I'm, I'm excited statement. about that one, but they're following it up. The next day, I believe it's the next day. Saturday? Yeah. yeah just, uh, although it's not. Uh, well, they're doing the, uh, I just saw that they uh, announced that they're going to open yes, at 530. The on, next day. Yeah. They're going to open at 530 and host a royal wedding watch party <laughs> they on are, the 19th. On the 19th, 
they are also doing a can release at noon of Raspberry Beret, which oh, I know boy. has been one of those ones that people have been begging them to put into packaging. Um, so that happens at noon if you... Uh, I might have to go do that. If you're there for the royal wedding, I yeah. guess. I don't is that a thing? Uh, apparently so. <laughs> apparently. Uh, then Listerman is doing another release on the 19th. They're doing Fiona 1K, and they're announcing or have announced that this also kind of marks the point where Fiona is going to be a year-round tap beer oh, good. at Listerman. So it's always going to be there, Yeah, um, which is fun. It's apparently been their number one requested, from what I've heard, yeah. their top requested I beer. Think, I think easily. Yeah. <laughs> Um, and they're also doing a release that is a Zoo Babies New England IPA. Oh, nice. Which comes with, um, it's four different cans mm. that are kind of all shuffled into the four packs mm-hmm. of different Zoo Babies, which are kind of <laughs> but, you know, um, you're not guaranteed to get one of each baby in your four pack. We you know, oh, have to okay. say that. So yeah. um, you're going to need to trade around if you want to get all your cans and everything or just buy a whole bunch. <laughs> I don't know what the limits are, but. Is it the same beer in each one, or is it variants? It's it's the same beer. Okay. Yeah, it's yeah. it's just different different labels, different labels for different beers. Yeah. <laughs> Although different beers would be fun. You know, yeah, well, that sounds know, something like that some urban artifact would do. Uh, no, no, no. Braxton Labs is doing their strawberry goza. Mm. So since we're here, at Braxton Labs yep. is also their anniversary party. They're they're not doing like a their big event that they're doing for their anniversary is I think changing out if not all of the taps very close to it, to different Braxton beers. They're going to put oh, on good. some fun nice. some fun variants. There's going to be some Dark Charge on tap, things oh, like sweet. that. Some, um, some, big some, weekend. some random things. And there was Strawberry Goza release, which I am just chomping at the bit to get all of <laughs> Again, I said Soul Drifter is my summer beer. It's right. because I love strawberries and beer. I, you know, I love packaged beers with strawberry because there are plenty of great beers with strawberries in them that I just can't get on a regular basis in the summer. Mm-hmm. Um, I am going to stock up on this one, though, because um, I haven't tried it. It's been on tap before, and I haven't gotten to try it. Yeah. But I, if I know Braxton, I trust that it's pretty freaking incredible. <laughs> Have you tried the uh, the Pool Time Ale from Bell's, I think? No. It is, uh, I don't remember the style, but it's got cherries in it. And if you like Soul Drifter. That could be good. So if you try it? try it's literally called Poolside Ale. What, so what, what style? I'm gonna have to look it up. Is it is it sour? Is it no? It's not it's, sour. It's, it's like a. It's like it might be a wheat. It might be like a wheat. Yeah, something, something like that. Um, yeah, that'd be good. That's gonna kill me. It's I. I had a buddy who was like, or it's called pool time, not poolside. Uh, it's a pale wheat ale with yeah. uh, with cherry juice. I think and it yeah, made tart good. cherries. It's pretty good. Because um, I had a buddy who was like, uh, man, we're having you know we're just hanging out by the pool and. I got this pool time, and it was really good. You got to come get some, and it was. I mean, science it was says it should be it. good. It was good, yeah, <laughs> it was. <laughs> so you don't name a beer pool time and have yeah. it not be good by the pool. Yep. So track that one down this summer if you can. We're only like halfway through these releases right now. Oh my god! <laughs> Fifty West is doing Million Dollar Road. That's their hazy IPA. They are not calling it a New England IPA, uh, at least in the stuff that I've read. I don't know if they um, are anti New England IPA or that's just. Uh, just a coincidence, but mm-hmm. this one will probably not go into distribution. They're also doing a fun thing with the release where they're literally canning it that morning. So you're going to get in line, hang out in line and do the thing in line that is probably not completely legal where people drink beer and that kind of stuff. But then once they open their door, you're going to go in and first you're going to tell them how many you want and everything. And then 
move to the next little stage, and that's going to be right in front of the canning line where they're canning the beer, and they're going to pull it off the end of the canning line and hand it to you. <laughs> so taking the whole that's crazy freshness thing to a whole new level mm-hmm. um, that I have not seen people do. Um, our live stream is gone, just for the record, too. Oh. So <laughs> sorry, Paris. And I am not getting up again. <laughs> <clears throat> Uh, Mad Tree, then, to wrap up the month, um, is doing Funk Day. And they have, um, last time I checked, four announced releases. I think they said there could possibly be more, um, depending on how things kind of work with the barrels and, yeah. and whatnot. But Boys in the Wood, which I have tried, and it was amazing. Yes. That's the yeah. uh, Belgian ale with boysenberries and lime juice. Um, then they've got Levanto Ligero. Mm-hmm. I don't, know, I don't speak other languages. I'm going to take your word um, for that one. <laughs> it's a Belgian ale with cherries and orange peel. Limb from Limb, which is a farmhouse ale with blackberries. And then Rhone, which is a wheat ale, um, which, according to my notes here, a wheat ale wit white grape must. I think that's <laughs> supposed to be a whiff, but I think I was thinking wit in my head. I don't know. A uh, wheat ale with white grape must and black currants. And Interesting. those are all... Sour beers. So wow. if, if you like sours, yeah. um, get to Funk Day. And totally. then um, I'm sure we'll hear some more about Urban Artifact in the near future. They love their releases. I think their big thing this week is a draft-only one. They're doing a pawpaw beer. I think they're doing it this week. Um, I could be wrong, but they're doing a Midwest fruit tart with pawpaws, which... Well, it better be on the the list. I, I, well, I, you know, it's, it's, it was draft-only, so <laughs> right, it, it won't okay, be right, yeah. Gotcha. Um, I d- pawpaws are fun, Interesting. and I don't know that I've ever had a beer that was really that pawpaw forward that has so much in it, and they're using fresh pawpaws from the far mountain in Athens. So I'm really curious that's, to try that one. Yeah, that's not a fruit you hear of every day. No, and, and in fact, it, it very well could be on tap today. Um, Let's to check. Let's check. I don't know how often they update. Why there. the hell not? But um, I was just going to mention that I don't know if you saw this or not, but Brink is apparently releasing a. I guess he, this was yesterday on Instagram. They took a picture of a bunch of limes that they were zesting. Did yes. you see this? Yes. So they're getting ready to do a, I guess a, a milkshake IPA that says we'll be on tap this Friday, as in Friday, I guess the 18th. So that sounds some sort of lime zest. So when when you're, IPA when you're listening to this, this posts on Monday. Okay, so it will uh, have been it will this past have gone on tap on Friday. There is a chance that there's still some left, mm. but I, if I know anything about Brink, and it's going to go fast. So, yeah, um, and they're open, I think, on Mondays now. So I would, if you didn't get it this weekend, definitely run down and check it out. So yeah, the uh, the Paul Paul Midwest Fruit Tart on. Tuesday, five fifteen. That is today when we're recording this. Oh boy, um, they're tapping it. So I don't know if it's still there when you're listening to this. It's about a, a week after. <laughs> Almost so. a week. Yeah. Yeah. If you didn't get it, I don't know if you can get on mm. and check on Untapped and see if it's still Untapped. But um, I'm 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 dying to to try it. Yeah. Three pounds per gallon of Ohio source pawpaws um, from Integration Acres. That sounds like a farm. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, pawpaws are Ohio's only native fruit, a tropical remnant from a bygone era when Ohio was covered in tropical rainforest and jungle. So, really? So crazy. That's, that's a, <laughs> you learn something new every day, kids. Yeah, so um, I don't know. Native if, to Ohio, interesting. I don't know if that's I would a, have never guessed in a million years. Yeah, it, pawpaws are weird. They, yeah. um, they, their flavor shifts, too, depending on how ripe they are. 
from like um like, like a custardy kind of mm. creaminess into some, I mean, it, it, weird weird fruit it's weird because it's native to ohio that's <laughs> yeah and uh urban artifact loves it because urban artifacts a little bit weird too yeah they certainly are so there's definitely lots of releases happening there's um events around town every week that people are are trying to do different things with events we, we talked about 50 west pulling cans yep. right off the canning line yeah, every time insane. they they put out an event it's something different something uh, mm-hmm, certainly um so you're gonna see a lot more of that i think in the uh the coming months, especially coming into summer when people love to do events and, yeah. uh, and do some fun stuff. Yeah. I was just kind of clicking around Instagram because I know that I have seen a, at least a couple of posts from, from folks that uh, or folks as in breweries um, that, you know, may potentially be exciting stuff we haven't covered yet. West Side Brewing, the summer oh, ale, yeah. summer ale. Uh, on top of that. So they, in the last week, they've put out a couple fun little things about um, things they're tapping. Uh-huh. And then today, um, right before, I, th- I think I was driving down or getting ready to drive down, um, they announced finally, um, I kind of spoiled the surprise a little bit about a month or two ago on the blog, but um, <laughs> they are finally putting out cans. Mm-hmm. So I don't think they announced a date on there yet. No, and, and they haven't even announced which beer. Um. It's just a picture of a black can with a question mark on it, yes. and they're going to announce, I guess, soon which beer and when. Yeah, so, so. Westside making its way into cans in the very near future. Mm. Um, it's another place I need to go check out. I've actually never been there before. Well, and I think that's what's the, the, the biggest thing about packaging to me is it gives people that chance to try it without yeah. having to go to the tap room. And not that I don't think people should go to the tap room. But Shouldn't I get it. Yeah, 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 yeah. There's a lot sure. of tap rooms in Cincinnati right now. <laughs> yeah, I, there are now. I get that not everybody is as uh, uber tap room geeky as, as I might be, but mm. um, if, you, yeah. if you can grab beer in, in your favorite bottle shop and try it and and decide that, yeah, this is, this is worth my time, that you can go down there. I mean, yeah, totally. I've always been uh, kind of the type of guy that... Uh, after work, you know, or, you know, every once in a while, just be like, you know what? I feel like popping in someplace I haven't been to, or, you know, I haven't been this place in a while. Maybe I'll go check it out. And my dad's a big, you know, uh, craft beer and bourbon nut too. And so we kind of, it's kind of a thing that we like to kind of share and bond over. Right. And so every once in a while I'll give him a call and say, Hey, I'm headed to Brink. You want to come, you know, come by? And, um, that's always fun. Um, and so, uh, I would say Brink is probably, my favorite, and they're actually really close to where I work to them, and I guess Fibonacci is right, right. by, uh, right in that neighborhood as well. Um, and so, yeah, I'm just excited to see what some of these places, really everybody, kind of has in store for the summer. Um, well, we've we've got a pretty big show coming up at Fibonacci in oh, yeah? um, in a couple weeks. Um, I'm trying to pull it up really fast as I talk. So when when I had more people that did the show with me, it was really easy to do things like this because somebody else could be <laughs> right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and sure, I could sure. just pretend like this was just in my head. It's, <laughs> I actually have to pull it up um, on uh, the 9th of June. So mm. what is that like? Four, Two, three weeks. Is it three weeks? Uh, mm, yeah, three, three and a half. June 9th, whenever that is. Four weeks. Uh, yeah. 
it's four weeks when we're recording this. Yeah. You're listening to this in the future, so it doesn't really matter <laughs> how many weeks away it is. Um, uh, we are doing a show there, and we're going to talk about Fib Farm, which I know that everybody's... Oh, sweet. Kind of, yeah. kind of, you guys have kind of started to see a little bit of, you know, they have beehives in the back now. I knew that. Um, are they doing... I knew the, they, I think they grew their own pumpkins for a pumpkin beer. Um, I, think at one point. I think they bought the... I don't know oh, if did they, they grew them. Okay. I don't know. That, I could be wrong on that. But you're going to see a lot, a lot more about that. I don't want to spoil too much of mm. the show, but... Um, I heard a rumor about goats. And by rumor, I mean, I've seen pictures of the goats. <laughs> Do I want to know? <laughs> and they have, um, obviously, the entire property next door. I think everybody knows that's theirs at this point. Oh, okay. Um, and there is a building there, which is turning into something. And Interesting. There's lots of fun stuff happening there. So, yeah. um, again, not to spoil it, but we're going to talk about Fib Farm. Cool. And um, it's going to be a fun show. Good. I'm interested to learn more about that whole setup because I've only been to that tap room once. And just in, and, and the one time I went in there, I think they had just opened like 20 minutes before I walked in the door. And it was like, you know, I was the only guy in there, right. which was cool because um, like, it, it's cool. Every once in a while, you get a little bit of personal attention. Um, but I would like to very much get in there and try some of the other stuff that they right. have to offer. They are... So. They're a fun brewery to me. They, they, to me, yeah. they, their personality and the way they, the way they brew and the ideas that they have and um, mm-hmm. kind of the philosophy is very urban artifact. That's what I was going to say. Seemed- they are very, you know, I mean this in the nicest way possible. <laughs> urban artifact. They're very normal. <laughs> An urban artifact is very not normal. And yeah, I, I don't yeah. think that they will be offended by that. No. But if, if you guys are offended, I'm sorry. <laughs> um, it's and so it's it's fun to see that approach with normal that kind of style. that kind yes. of philosophy, normal styles with lots of lots of local ingredients, lots of fresh ingredients, mm-hmm. lots of real fruit. You know, yeah, I agree. And it, it's it's especially considering they're so close to each other, Urban yep. Artifact and and Fibonacci. So it's it's I love Fibonacci again. That's <laughs> that's another one of those ones that I I, I, I absolutely love what they're For doing, sure. and it's it's exciting to see kind of them growing and 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 growing into mm-hmm. who they are yep um how about some of these like do we know of any other ones that are getting ready to open up soon like ooh, i know that ooh, that's uh, a great question isn't platform supposed to be opening a tap room and over the rhine allegedly? i don't know i don't know how far along they are yeah um they quoted the summer as their goal uh-huh. um, i haven't heard anything else since then okay. lots of lots of coffee focus there too which is mm. going to be interesting um and I'm, I would love to talk to somebody from Braxton right now and see how they feel about a brewery that's kind of <laughs> doing all coffee focus. focusing on coffee since right. Braxton is so coffee heavy and a lot of their personality, not necessarily the beer side, sure. although they do have some great coffee beers, which, you know, we talk, we tried tonight, yep. but, um, it, the personality side, which I think is very Braxton. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the, the, the ones that I do know, again, I guess we should, before I dive into that, um, Sam Adams is also oh, yeah. Yeah, on definitely. track for this summer ish and i again, yeah I, it I, seems that's a big so ish another another one of those ones that i don't know how far along they are yeah. in progress yeah um i always seem like more of a fall at the earliest i don't have anything in concrete so i don't want to say too much about when you'll hear mm-hmm. it but there is definitely a uh, sam adams show coming in the very near future too okay it may or may not be featuring some very big names that you have heard or seen on television mm-hmm. um so We'll see if we'll see if all that pans out the way that I'm thinking it is right now, and cool. if it does, it's going to be really fun. Yeah. Um, so lots lots of stuff happening with Sam Adams. You're going to hear a lot more about them from 
um, me here and on the blog. I I love the brewery. We've, yeah. we've we've done a couple Sam Adams shows on the Brewcast, even when they weren't quote unquote local, because mm. we just we love what they're doing. Yeah, um, and even more so now that they're doing it here <laughs> in a <laughs> big sure. way. It's awesome. <laughs> Uh, as far as places that I know are are opening very soon, Three Points has been yeah. has flipped on the social media switch. And yeah, they I are, noticed that they're firing it all away. They are um, June first is their grand opening. Uh-huh. Uh, June first is uh, two weeks, two and a half weeks. Yeah, well, man, I have no idea what is the fifteenth. So yeah, yeah, two weeks. Yeah, um, from when we're recording this. Sure, sure. <laughs> from you in the future it might be way closer so put that on your calendar next week from when we're recording this um i'll probably have a lot more information about them i've got a post that i'm working on okay and um i will have a a trip down there too in that time so um when the show posts probably in the next couple days you Mm -hmm. will see some more about them Mm -hmm. and then the one that i'm really intrigued by is uh, northern row yeah, they, they yeah. have been trying too. to open in a very long time for a very yeah, long yeah, time. Yeah, yeah. They have not announced an official date yet, but they are soon. I think is what we're supposed to say. Okay. Did I see that they were a distillery and yes. brewery combo and, and hybrid? Yes, whatever? and they they have been ready to brew for I'm going to say two years at this point. Like that, there has been a brew house in there. Wow. Um, not necessarily licensed yet. Not okay. ready. Uh, ready. Okay. But yeah, yeah, ready yeah. to make beer. Um, so they, like I said, they have been they have been chomping at the bit to get this all to okay. come together for a long time. Um, they uh, their beer is available around town, though. Is it? It's a couple places right now, and I don't know them off the top of my head. I know they have like a finder on their website mm. that you can get on and you know put in a zip code or something. It'll tell you where the closest place to get their beer is. So cool. Um, we'll have to do that. Northernrow.com, maybe. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. <laughs> I mean, might be your best bet. <laughs> uh, if you if you Google Northern Row Brewery. Or distillery, or yep. just Northern Rail, you'll probably find it. Um, so they're they're coming along. Mm-hmm. Um, I saw that uh, municipal, or I guess all that had that entire street in Hamilton. Oh, uh, the entire area that, of that, downtown Hamilton yeah, is, is now Dora. Dora. Yeah, I saw that that happened about a week or two ago. Yeah, we. Um, I think it was last weekend, maybe. Um, Somewhere around there. Yeah. Again, timing doesn't matter because it's a podcast, but uh, we went out there to exercise our rights as Americans to drink in public. <laughs> <laughs> and I tell you what, it was freaking awesome. Yeah. You have to pay an extra dollar to get a beer. Okay. Um, and I think we probably talked about this on the last show that we did with Municipal, but kind of how it works. Yeah, yeah, But yeah. you get a special cup. It's like a plastic cup that says Dora. Okay. And they have to write the date on the bottom. Okay. Um, and you get a beer. And then you can just go and you walk around. They have a little map, but it's yeah. um, on... The on the west side, so if you cross the river towards Quarter Barrel, right. um, it's pretty much just that main street right there, mm-hmm. main main street, um, just pretty much just on that street, and, and maybe like a block off of it, but just those shops and stuff along that road. Mm-hmm. Now, when you get on the other side, the municipal side, it spreads out a little further to include kind of the amphitheater and all that kind right. of outdoor recreational area. Um, so it's a, it's a pretty big footprint that you Sweet. can you can walk and and have a beer, yeah. um, which again, as the parent of a small child who loves her wagon right now, I tell you, you put a wagon in a car and you stop and you get there yourself you a beer go. and you just go walk around and that's gonna be a boom, big that's America. gonna be big this summer. <laughs> it's gonna be big, big, big. I I don't know how many people appreciate that fact. Um, I mean, granted, I I drink. 
when I'm pushing my baby in her wagon uh-huh. way more than I should ever admit on a uh, public podcast. But <laughs> the, uh, you know, there are many parks where I frequent and just uh, walk around just with my, uh, yeah, why not? my, uh, my, my Tervis or my, <laughs> uh, my Yeti. Cool. Um, but yeah, it's, it's pretty fun to be able to do it in a more legal way. Yeah, and, for sure. Um, and to have, to be able to stop in at municipal, grab a beer, walk around and stop in a quarter barrel, grab a beer, walk around you know it's it's, totally. it's fun and all of, you know, i will almost say all of the stores but they have these little symbols they put in the window those little green things or or red things or they tell you if you can bring a beer in or not oh, nice. so that's awesome um, if they have the green thing you can bring in a beer if it's another uh liquor license holder you cannot bring in a beer from an, another place okay so you have to finish it outside and then go in and get one and then you can leave with that so i can't bring my municipal beer into like whatever the bar is you that's cannot next yeah. to quarter barrel yeah, yeah okay yeah. all right Interesting. But it's yeah. still pretty cool. I'm interested in, uh, like, as soon as I heard about that, and I don't remember, I might have read about it even before I heard about it on your show. Um, and I just, that just seems like the coolest idea in the world, and I don't understand why more people won't do it. And just because it, it seems like perfect sense. Middletown does have one but, also. Yeah. Um, and they also, they, they've got Rolling Mill up there, the gluten-free brewery. Uh-huh. And you can walk around downtown Middletown with a beer the same way, which yeah. um, I, I'm sure Middletown gets all upset whenever all these people are talking about Hamilton now. So, <laughs> oh, hey, we're going to do this in Hamilton. We've been like that for a year. Well, Fig <laughs> but, Leaf's up there too, isn't it? Uh, it, it they're are in they, are Middletown. Are they part of that? No. They're, okay. they, they're, they're on the line between Middletown and, and Oh, Monroe, gotcha, gotcha. So they're, okay. they're in close yeah. to, to downtown. Interesting. Um, All right. Yeah, I got to get up that way. As far as other places, uh, um, Common Beer Company is is getting fairly close, I think. They're in Mason, kind of close to 16 lots. Um, Humble Monk is another one that I don't know exactly how close they are. Um, I've heard some guesses, and it's it's pretty freaking close. Mm -hmm. Um, Off track. They are scheduled, I think, for June first for a grand opening too. Really, um, and they're in in OTR, pretty close to uh, to Rheingeist and everything. Okay, there. Um, a smaller kind of they're five barrels, I think, so a little bit a little bit smaller kind of brew house, but you know, still good size. I think Alexandria or Nine Giants, yeah, like yeah, more of a neighborhood kind of place. Good. Um, yeah, it's exciting. Wiedemann is is definitely getting close to. I don't know what they're estimate is right now but i think we're talking weeks versus months um so okay. that's gonna happen so that's awesome tons of crap <laughs> Jeez, no kidding it's gonna be a big summer it's, for beer in cincinnati I, I was looking at the numbers one day about how many breweries are you know open good every, yeah every year and what do you got um i've always wanted i think to know. i think last year i think we were at seven and, and uh, Last year's numbers are tough because there were some closings. There were some places that moved into new locations, mm. added locations. But mm-hmm. I think 17 is the number of breweries that opened in 2017. Okay. I think. Okay. Um, let me actually check before I put that out. Do you know what the, <laughs> do you know what the number is total? It's got to be. Of how many breweries are in it's Cincinnati? It's got to be at least 50, right, y- at this point? You have to define to what you consider Cincinnati for that okay. number. Okay. Um, with my count, we are at... 50 right now i believe um but i don't know if that's counting sam adams see sam adams throws, right, right, right. sam adams yeah. throws a wrench into it for yeah. me too because yeah. they're already here now they've announced a tap room do i wait until they open the tap room mm. or are they already here northern row again they're making beer they're distributing beer you can get it there's no but tap do room yet yeah. do you count them yet yeah. so yeah We'll say 50, 51, maybe if you count Northern Row. Okay. 50-ish. Um, okay. So that's about what I figured. You always got to put an crazy. ish in there. Um, and it's we literally, 
just getting started. Like it's it's insane to think <sighs> about where it might be in ten years or or five years. Uh, yeah, I mean it. Three years. Goodness. Let's see if I can I pull mean, up the numbers here. As more of these people, you know, all it's going to do is just inspire more people to homebrew, and then the homebrewers are going to be inspired to open a spot, and it's just going to keep going and going and going, I think. Well, and I was talking to somebody about that, and, you know, there's there's a lot of people that put on, put a, put a little bit of a, put a little, throw shade towards that whole idea mm. of being a homebrewer that moves into. Yeah. Um, but it's the American dream, though. I mean, how do you... Well, and, and, it works. There are plenty of really great breweries that were started by home brewers. I mean, most of Case them. Case in point. <laughs> Where are so, we sitting right now? So I, I don't think it should be as big yeah. of a, yeah. a, a, a thing now where people are like, oh, it's another home brewer with another brewery. So yeah, 17 is what I've got um, written down for 2017. For last year, okay. If you want to hear the, the numbers kind of through the years, I've got written on this, this, this note back to 2012. So 2012 was... Um, the year you had the, you know, like your mad trees and places like that. That was like the start of this kind of new boom. Mm-hmm. There were five that year and people's minds were blown yeah. and it was a bubble. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. <laughs> sure. Yeah. Uh, of course it was. 2013, there were three. Um, 2014, there were three. 2015, we had seven. 2016, there were 10. And 2017, there were 17. <laughs> and we are... Uh, about halfway through 2018, and I don't have the number in front of me, but I think we're probably on track to at least, at least approach 17. At least approach that I don't number think we'll again. have 17. But I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I mean, unless there's a huge push at the end of the year. Now, 2017 was also the first year that there were two closings. Um, with you Blank know, Slate. We're, we're, and, we're sitting here in 8-Ball, and, yeah, and then Blank Slate. Yeah. Um, which, 8-Ball obviously got replaced by Braxton Labs, so... Mm-hmm. It's a little bit easier to handle that one, but yeah. So there were four new locations, um, with Madry going to 2.0, um, Dogberry moving to Dogberry the second, <laughs> uh, Rivertown opening up in Rome, Rheingeist, mm-hmm. well, Rheingeist wasn't new, but um, making these big numbers of um, becoming the 33rd biggest craft brewery, and yeah, like it's it's absolutely insane to watch that growth too from mm-hmm. places that have been around forever, so. Did I hear on this show that Ryan Geist has submitted plans for a Camp Washington tap room? Submitted plans and started construction. Have they? They've um, they've they've broken ground. Yes. Now I don't I don't know what those plans look like now. The original idea was that it was going to be um, kind of a distribution warehouse. Okay. That had a tap room, had a dog park, and also had a marijuana growing operation <laughs> wow that the marijuana growing operation is not happening they did not it's not they happening did, they did okay. not get the the approval from the state or whatever to do that as far as i understand sure i don't have a marijuana blog so i do not know that for <laughs> sure but <laughs> for someone does at this point <laughs> um, I'm, I'm as far as i know that's definitely not happening mm. um but they have definitely broken ground on the distribution warehouse side of it yeah the part that I also do not know is if the dog park is still in effect and yeah. the other tap room is still in effect. Hmm. I would love to see a second Rheingeist tap room to kind of spread that crowd out a little bit. Oh, yeah. Maybe a different vibe, a different feeling. Than Better the other, parking. You know. Yeah, I mean, um, I don't know why they wouldn't if they're already putting in the distribution yep. warehouse. I think yep. it makes the licensing a lot easier if they have a tap room there and yep. a small, you know, even a you know a five or ten barrel system there. It's a kind of fun play around kind of thing i think that makes it easier on their end so yeah we'll yeah. see or even do a braxton like yeah exactly what you're saying kind of almost even do an innovation space like this is braxton like ron guys labs or right, something right. like that um, which would be pretty cool 
I I don't know if they would go the whole guest tap thing yeah, the way they yeah. do here too. But um, why the hell not? You know, I mean, at least to get started. I mean, just run, just fill the fill the bar out, I guess. But, but yeah, there's definitely something happening there. <laughs> cool. Don't know exactly what. Yeah, I always thought that that was kind of an interesting like when I like when you guys were talking about originally like they had submitted plans for a marijuana dispensary. I'm like, really? <laughs> like, I I because for a minute I was like, oh yeah, that's right. They legalized that. They legalized the medical stuff here. Um, and so then a friend of mine was like, well, Mad Tree should be the one that does the marijuana <laughs> thing because that makes too much sense. So I don't know. Maybe it's I'm sure it's only a matter of time. I'm sure some someday, some year down the line, somebody will. The question is, game. like, do you, as a brewery, you know, people talk about what craft beer's competition is. Is uh-huh. it is it going to be marijuana? Is it is it wine and spirits? Is it like what That's is point? You don't see. I mean, you can't argue that wine and spirits aren't competing with craft beer to some oh, extent. Oh yeah, hundred percent. But yeah. you don't see a ton of places that are diving into that. It's why you know you. you Yes, you're yeah. getting into the business of something that is a competitor to your room. That's probably a good thing. Yeah. But if you're a brewer, you make beer, and you probably got into it because you really like making beer, doesn't mean you have to do anything else. You don't it's have true. to. Yeah. Um, you don't have to spread yourself out to those other kind of industries. That's true. Um, yeah, and it, it will be interesting to see if, as you know, as time will probably tell us, um, as you know, it's become legal in the state of Ohio, and then I'm I'm certain that it's only a matter of time before Kentucky and I don't know what Indi- Indiana's laws are. <clears throat> Excuse me, but um, it will be interesting to see if time will tell us what kind of competition marijuana will bring to the right the liquor and beer market, or who knows if, if any. I you yeah know, I'm, exactly. I'm skeptical. I think that yeah. um, maybe no. I'm, I'm skeptical 100. percent I, I, I don't think it's the same. Same thing at all. I don't think mm-hmm. that you walk home in a world where marijuana is legal and you stand in front of your fridge and you're looking at the beer and then you look at the weed. Which one? Well, the, <laughs> well and then the other problem is too is if you're gonna if you're gonna maintain your quote unquote family friendly facade, right. like like Ryan guys, you can bring the kids. Most places you can are relatively well, cool about bringing. That's a kids. great point too. You know, yeah. as places are opening, you know, Matry 2.0, mm-hmm. you can't smoke on premises at all, even, yeah. you know, cigarettes and things like that, you right. know, they're not going to have you smoking weed if they don't even want you to smoke weed. No kidding. Yeah, and if they want to, you know, if somebody's like, you know, a young couple finds out, like, and you got you got a two and five-year-old, and it's like, oh, Ryan guys just opened a new place in Camp Washington. That's a lot closer and less less of a hassle to get downtown. And then you find out the entire <laughs> place smells like skunk. It's like... Well, when I was first hearing about the, the, the plans of the, the growing facility they were going to put yeah. there... Um, there was a whole section of it of how you have to build that place and uh-huh. how you have to make it so that you can't smell weed. Okay. So, like, you know, all the filters and stuff that uh-huh. have to be yeah, on yeah, the yeah, building sir. to yeah, sure. keep that smell out of the neighborhood, basically. You know, when it was when it was cons, you would drive by and it smelled like hot dogs. That's right, yeah. yeah. Not 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 so much with with marijuana, I think. They're a little, <laughs> little tighter about getting the, um, keeping uh-huh. keeping it away. Yeah. Not that's right or wrong. Who or you knows? do it like Amsterdam and just, you know, maybe have your brand on it, but then name it something else right. and make it a completely separate entity. Like maybe it's attached to the to the brewery or right. tap room or whatever, but you can't bring it into the tap room. You you have to you have to do it. You have to purchase it and smoke it right where you are, like right on premises. You can't leave right. with it. Um, and it's taxed to shit or however. Right. And then then be done with it. I think we're gonna see a lot of 
a lot of things like that as it becomes quote yeah. unquote legal more and more places in the yeah. United States, you know, where it's it's very strict kind of the way that works yeah. and where it is and where it is not and um to keep it out of public and things mm-hmm. like that. I think you're gonna see mm-hmm. a lot of that. Yeah. Interesting. I think that about wraps it up for Cincy Weedcast. <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna say we got a little <laughs> That's all right. Um Tell everybody again how to find you, hmm. um, how to find your your current show and your upcoming show. <laughs> yes. And- well, I, I asked my producer today as soon as I found out this is Tuesday the fifteenth, and uh, I told my producer I was like, "Hey, I'm going to be on Cincy Brewcast tonight. You need to put the teaser." It, <laughs> I recorded a teaser for the Craft Crew podcast, and I said we need to set an RSS feed up tonight <laughs> so that when I tell people on this show. Um, so the Craft Crew podcast is going to be the one that's coming out. It, I'm, I think by the time this, this show comes up on iTunes, this will be the RSS feed will be live. So, you know, look for it on iTunes, the Craft Crew or the Craft Crew podcast. If it's not there, who knows? We'll, we'll put it in the show notes. <laughs> yeah. yeah. We'll put a link to it so people um, can get to it easy. Yeah. So it, it, it either will or will not be, be live by the time the show comes out, but uh, I'm sure, I'm sure it will be. Um, and then, but the, the show that I'm doing right now is the real movies podcast and I'll get you a link for that. Absolutely. Um, and then you can follow me at the real Benny C the real has two E's like a movie reel. So it's the real movies podcast, the real Benny C. Gotcha. Um, and I'm on, uh, Twitter and Instagram, and then um, the Real Movies blog is on Facebook. So just give us a look us up, and uh, we'll be good to go. I'm always down to have a good conversation about movies and soon about craft beer. So <laughs> we're both at the same time. That's true. <laughs> I actually, two of my friends that are going to be on the craft crew with us are uh, their names are Matt and Kate. They have a podcast called uh, Craft House Cinema. Case I mean, right. they basically pick a beer and then they sometimes match like the theme of the beer to the theme of the movie, or vice versa. But sometimes it's really just like whatever they can get versus right. whatever they can get with the movie. So, but the, but they're a lot of fun, and we we did a, a collaboration show on the reel uh, with them, and we just had such a blast having them Wait, on. This is way more fun when there's beer involved. <laughs> That's right. Yeah, I did. Uh, we actually did a Valentine's Day special where I had, <coughs> I had, I wanted to do a taste test with the Braxton uh, cho- uh, Graders chocolates, right. uh, ras- black raspberry chip stout, and the. Uh, uh, the Rubus Cacao from oh, Madry. It's, it's not fair. It's not a fair. They're not the same beer. They're really not uh, because not. it occurred to me like one is made with certain ingredients and the other one's made with roughly the same types of flavors but different ingredients. And right. I was like, yeah, it's, I was like, one is definitely better than the other. <laughs> but um, <clears throat> I, I told them, I said, I know you guys are in Florida and you can't necessarily get these, but try to find like a chocolate raspberry stout. And they found, I don't remember what they found, some like a passion fruit IPA or something. <laughs> and then like, and then, and then, yeah, and then like a chocolate stout. She's like, passion, like a, like Valentine's Day, it's passionate. And I was like, okay, I'll give you that. <laughs> but um, no, we had a lot of fun and I'm uh, super stoked to have them uh, be a, you know, to collaborate with them on, a, on an all new podcast is going to be awesome. So. Yeah, big things coming up for everybody. This so summer. we'll we'll definitely put the, the the show notes up and put for sure. a link to everything. Uh, um, I think you can click in the little description or something on whatever your your pod listening yeah. device app, whatever. However you listen to your podcast, there's probably a link there somewhere to take you to the show notes. So do that. <laughs> um, thank you very much, and thank you. Th- thank thank 
Braxton Labs. Yeah, um, totally. I reached out to Jonathan very uh, last minute today and said, hey, by the way, do you care if I just show up and like set up in the corner of your tap room and do a show? And he's like, no, that's fine. You can always do that. And I said, all right. Awesome. Well, that's what I'm going to do. So thank, thank you, Braxton. And um, if you have not been down to Braxton Labs and if you have not tried this Buckeye Stout, do that. Yes. And uh, follow the show on social media. Share it on social media. All that fun stuff that you're supposed to do. Leave us a voicemail. I probably won't play it on the air because you're probably drunk. <laughs> it's not even a joke. Everybody calls it drunk. <laughs> Since you broadcast the voice of Sensicraft. <laughs>